It's time for Tuesday Terror, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Rusty Quill presents... We're Alive, a story of survival. Chapter 11, Rest and Recreation, Part 2 of 3, written by Casey Wayland. I pored over the notes from Datu and the Samantha girl's outline. What she wrote in the back of the journal was filled with sentence fragments with lots of holes to fill. What she wrote, she must have done in a hurry. There was something in there about another group of survivors, at least that was clear. Kalani told us bits and pieces of what he knew, but what exactly happened to him was a big mystery. From what Angel told me about the guy called Skittles, we could link our attacker to the other tower. It sounded like Skittles was there when it went down and was the only one who saw the attacker and escaped alive. Saul, Angel, and I sat waiting for Kalani to come back from the restroom to find out any more information. Hurry up in there. I am. This is like the third time now. I don't think he's had much to drink where he came from. He's probably pissing acid about now, okay? Give him a break. Michael, come here. Why? Would you do your splint? Hold still. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to set this right. Ow! Not so tight. You want this to heal wrong or what? What are you going to do when that happens, huh? You are such a baby. <laughs> hey. Hey, since we got some time, why don't you tell us how you got out of your little fix? I told you, you'll know when I'm ready. Obviously, it wasn't easy, and frankly, not much to tell. It was horrific. Oh, I must have no idea. Riley and I will story top you any day of the week. But hey, if you don't want to talk about it, I'll just read your journal. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't write about it yet. A little touchy, huh? Hey, you want to search rooms for the missing supplies with the others? I mean, you can if you want. I just thought you being here was more important. Ah. It's so nice to use the toilet. Sorry I wasn't able to flush the water as well. You probably know. Well, we have someone run water through it every so often, so don't worry about it. All right, uh, where do we leave off? Okay, so you were you were in this other tower? Well, I, I, I wasn't to that part yet. So... A few of us had just flown in to LAX. <laughs> hey, you flew? From where? Hawaii. Ten of us did. Wait, wait. So, so we're there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nasty ones, too. Seemed a little meaner than the type you got here. Well, that sucks. So there's no place safe, then? They're on every island now. 
at first they were just on the big island, but somehow they made it across to the smaller ones. A few of us flew to the main airport to find a plane that could take us back to the mainland. We thought it would be different. Wait, so why didn't you just fly from where you were? I was on Maui, but there wasn't a plane big enough to make it back here, so we had to hop over to Honolulu. So someone flew you back here? Yeah, me. Flew sightseeing tours while I was there. Anyway, we landed with 10, came down loud. Only three of us made it off the tarmac. A group of survivors found us the next day hiding in a nearby hotel. To tell you the truth, we saw her out the window and ran to them, and they took us back to their place, their tower. And where's that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know this area very well, and I don't remember seeing any street names either. That doesn't help us much. It wouldn't matter anyway. It's gone now. Ah. The place was locked down tight, but like I said before, I'm pretty sure one made it in, opened up the doors, and then popped the floodgates, if you know what I mean. So this place was like ours? Similar. No offense, but theirs was way more secure. CJ had made that place like a fortress, even cemented in the windows on the first three floors. Convoys left every morning and spent up for miles. This CJ sounds like one hell of a planner. I'd like to meet him. So, what, he was in charge of that place? She was. And I guess things were all right. But when I got there, things had already fallen apart. Their big convoy got hit on the way to Ground Zero. Most over 20 of their best. That's where I was sold. After that, some deserted in search of other better places. <laughs> if I was smart, I would have gone with them. Why? Within the three days I was there, the whole place was overrun. I figure that the one you saw here today pulled the same thing there, too. He gets around. Everyone escaped where they could, but it was meant to keep them out. Kept a lot of people in. We had metal fire escapes to get out, but I didn't get very far. One jumped on me. The lights went out. I woke up where you found me. Yeah, I read about that part already. So, uh... So you never really saw the one that got in? Not directly, but it feels like it was the same. Feels? Hold on. What's Ground Zero? That's where they think it all began. The first bit. They came back with some weird stuff from there. Never really made it to the center. What kinds of things? Keep in mind, I didn't see any of this. It was, it was told to me. So these convoy runners were getting nauseous near a location in the city. Started finding unique, well, creatures. Some were really fast. Others could jump high. You get the picture. Few people put the pieces together and figured out that the convoys ran close to where it started in this area. This area? You know, obviously they didn't swim here from Hawaii now, did they? This is just completely nuts. Well, nuts or not, it's something. Look, keep going. What else, what else did you find out? Nothing else, really. Keep in mind, I heard all this from someone else. You know how these things spread. Some of it might be nuts. Well, in the meanwhile, take this with you. To make sure we get everything straight, we write it down. Daily logs. Why don't you, uh, yeah, why don't you go pick out a room and get comfortable? But take a look at the rules on the wall behind me. I already read them. And you'll follow them? Do I have much of a choice? Always a choice. But do you want to say no? All right. Well, I'm in. So we're done here, then? You're on guard duty tomorrow. Let's go down now, and I'll show you where you need to go and what you need to do. Oh, and uh, it's probably best if you don't tell anyone about what we discussed here tonight. 
until we know more about what's going on. We don't want to cause any more stress. Yeah. That might be too late for that. Why? Who'd you tell? Um, well, the reason I brought him to you was because I overheard him talking to Kelly. He didn't get much into details, but... Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. So, it's safe to say that everyone knows. I was told to check every room thoroughly. And since you can't check your own, get out of my way. Hey, I do not need you to be going through mine and Riley's things. Hey, hey, it was her shop. Why would she steal from her own shop? She wasn't even here. All the more reason to check your things. Michael's orders. Fine. Just don't mess up my things. Oh, if there's something here, I'm going to find it. Easy with those. That's not water. Those are the sweat jars. And you almost knocked them over. That's like three weeks worth of work. Oh, I remember. Is this your dresser? Hey, I just folded those. Stop it. I'm just looking. Hey, 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 hey. relax. Where's the fire? She, look, she's tearing everything apart. Hey, hey, Kel, uh, a little more gentle, okay, would you? Ha, ha. Where she is so maddening. Well, a lot of people are mad at you right now, too. What? You can't think that I am the No, only... no, no, Blondie. I'm I'm with you. I'm just trying to get you to see other people's perspectives is all. What was I supposed to do? What? Where? What'd you find? In here. A whole stash. Chips? Can stuff everything. Whose room is this? Tommy's. He was in charge of Riley's shop while she was gone. Looks like he was swiping from the store. Bert, you found some? Yeah, in Tommy's room. Here, look. Well, that's not all that much. Not nearly what we're missing. Someone called me down here. What do you find? Yeah, we found this in your room. What? I've had that for a while. You've been taken from the shop for a while, haven't you? No, that was just a little... They found some? Yeah, Tommy had a bunch. Sorry, kiddo, but it's true. I didn't steal. Riley gave me those. I've been saving them. Beans, chips, salsa, peas. So what's the penalty for thieves? I didn't take them, I swear. So what'd you say again about what happens to the thief? I believe you said you'd kick them out. Oh, Kelly... This is a survival game, kid. You don't have any more rights. Now, hold on now, hold on. He said he didn't steal anything, and come on, he's your nephew. Michael, I'm just backing you up on this one. If it was anyone else who was hoarding food, you would kick them out. You can't look past facts just because he's young. What would you do if it was me? 
That's a lot of food there. Have a heart. He's not the thief. He might not be the big one, but he still is one. Think about it, people. We're low on food. We're now very low on ammo. Water is running out. How long can we be diplomatic about this? But sending him out there is a death sentence. All right. Well, everyone get back to work. We need to find the rest. Tommy, take some of this back down to Riley so she can take inventory. Okay. Michael, I'm not trying to be bitchy or anything. I'm just trying to survive, like you, you know? Kelly, I understand. Let's just find the other supplies for now. We'll deal with this later, all right? I can do that. Ugh, I hate when she has a point. Oh, I know. You sure I should be doing this right now? We could make a convoy run to my shop. I had other kinds of munitions there, at least something. Food first, then bullets. We need to find this stuff before whoever took it can ditch the evidence. It's kind of important we get it back. Makes sense. Trust me, I want to find the prick who stole my stuff. Michael, can I talk to you? Yeah. In private? <laughs> private, huh. Hey. Why don't you and Liz go check Kelly's room? All fair, right? <laughs> Sounds good here. Here, Michael, uh, would you mind taking these sweat jars, you know, for safekeeping? Yeah, I'll put them in Bert's room. Is it safe in there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We installed a new padlock on it. Only he and I have the key. Come on, Liz. Is it important? Is it about the garden? Because we have... It's important. I promise. I was upstairs earlier, and I... Michael, people are starting to talk. Yeah. Yeah, people do do that. No, Michael. They're talking about replacing you. They're what? <laughs> I wouldn't take them very seriously. I... I overheard them, and not from Kelly this time. People are blaming you for all of this. They think that you sent everyone on some crazy, worthless mission to find where they are and just wasted time and bullets. Well, apparently whoever took the ammo and the food thought the same. So I think you should tell me who it was you heard, and we'll search them a bit more thoroughly. It was all of them. And we're looking into their apartments now. Michael, I'm worried for you. I mean, they have a point. Oh. So you believe them. You think what we did out there to try and save the water supply and find out where our enemies are, what, that was a waste of time? No, no, Michael, I, I trust you. With my life, I do. It's because I care that I'm telling you. If you don't know, then you can't do anything about it. What else can I do, Pegs? People are stressed out of their minds. We don't know how we're going to feed ourselves to the end of the week. We've been robbed so blind. I'm doing everything I can right now. What, I mean, what, what else? What? What else do you expect of me? I... I don't know. I really don't. I wish I did. I, I just want to help. Well, there's not much either one of us can do then. So let's, let's, let's see him try and replace me. I don't want anyone else in charge, Michael. <laughs> I don't either. Trust me. I don't, I don't take or as well. Remember the two things you told me that people need? Uh, yeah. A sense of purpose and a sense of security. Well, we kind of have those back now. Well, what about fun? You never considered that. What, surviving isn't fun? I figured, hey, being alive is a pretty grand thing. Come on, you have to admit, it's pretty rocky in that area, too. Bill, Datu, Paul... Well, I, I think we've been pretty lucky. You know, you should have heard about this other place Kalani was at. 
I know. Kelly already told me about it. Yeah, I was afraid of that. And everyone else knows, too. We need them to stop talking about it. We? Well, maybe we give them something else to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, well, what we need to do is start considering other options outside this place. Wait, what? Hearing that story today and what we have now makes me think that no matter what we do to stay here is just bailing out a sinking ship. We're outnumbered here, and we don't have much left to keep everything afloat. Okay, um, I was talking about a distraction, and you want to tell them that this place is a worthless effort? Now? Michael, I don't think, I mean, I know that's not going to go over very well. I see your point, but who needs them? They don't need me, apparently. Uh, you do? Seriously? These people are not as well-trained as Saul and Angel and I. Well, maybe we didn't start out that way, I'll admit, but we are improving. Everyone else has been working hard to learn how to shoot and how to keep themselves safe. It's no mistake that we only lost one person when everything went bad today. They did what they needed to do. And I'm no army expert, but our slightly trained 30 has a lot better shot than three or four on their own. Jesus, I'm being schooled by a florist. Well, I'm sorry. I was just thinking about these things and- No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Maybe I need to start listening more and talking less. Bert would agree with that. You can't know everything. People make mistakes. So how do we convince the sailors to not see we're taking on water? Something else to focus on. Something, well, fun. Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive. And now, a word from our sponsors. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. My name is Ryan Beale. I'm an actor, comedian, but I'm also a huge science fiction nerd. And it's been my lifelong dream to write a TV show as good as Star Trek. Imagine if Princess Diana ventured to the center of the Earth to save her best friend. <laughs> and to do this, I've enlisted my two comedy writing partners, Mark Chavez and Maddie Kelly. Over the course of eight episodes, you'll hear us try to crack the code on our science fiction pilot. And when we run into trouble, we'll get help from serious experts. Why are you doing this? It's <laughs> Let's Make a Sci-Fi. Available now on CBC Listen and everywhere you get your podcasts. ACAST recommends. Starring Jim Gleason, Shane Salk, Nate Gies, Elisa Elliott, Claire Doden, Jay Oligario, Blair Byhauer, Scott Marvin, Tammy Klein, Nico Marvin, Manly Woods, Michael Ray Clark, Jenna McCombie, Kevin Flood, and Bob Bergen as Skittles. I'm Michael Swan. We're Alive was written and directed by K.C. Whelan. Produced by Grayson Stone, Shane Sock, and K.C. Whelan. To find out more and for a full list of cast and crew, please visit our website at we'realive.com.
Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook for all production-related updates and future projects. Thank you for listening to this Audio Theatre for the Mind by Wayland Productions. new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night!